Good morning, uh, St Paul's and people online. I'm sorry I'm not with you in person. Today I'm out at Redeemer as we conclude the Alpha course at Redeemer and we share what it means to be the church. So today I'll bring you a, a message on seeing God's love grow and it's been inspired by the work of Australian Lutheran World Service. And so we're going to explore how we can be involved in God's love growing but also how we can sense God's love growing in our own lives as well. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we pray for your Holy Spirit to be with us. Help us as we live this life of faith in this world. Help us through the ups and the downs of life. Pour down your Holy Spirit upon each person here, each person worshipping with us today. May they know your love and your grace, and may they see how you are calling them to be part of sharing your love and grace in the world. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Not quite sure what you think about God's love and how that grows, but sometimes it can be difficult to see God's love present and growing. In our reading from Isaiah, it's set in this context where people are going through some difficulties and they're facing difficulties and throughout life we too face difficulties. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see them. And it's about a, a statement that, of fact that life can be difficult. And it needs to be, it's important for us, too, to recognise that life can be difficult. But there is a real challenge when we face difficulties, isn't there? And the challenge is to look elsewhere, to hold on to things that will help us get out of those difficulties. And unfortunately, the temptation is to feel that God has deserted us or that God's not living up to our expectations. And so we then grab hold of other things, other people, other ideas for life. Or we even may think we have nothing to offer because we are going through so much pain and trouble. And yet, this reading from Isaiah from chapter 30 reminds us that the solution to our difficulties in life come from God. The solution to our difficulties in life comes from a God. Us focusing on God, us listening to God, us allowing ourselves to be drawn closer to God and allowing God to help us through those difficulties. Remember that it's God with us through the trials and troubles, as Psalm 23 reminds us, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you, Lord, your rod and your staff are with me. And from Isaiah chapter 30 Verses 19 to 21 we hear, People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes you will see them. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. One of the privileges, but also one of the challenges of being a pastor, your pastor and a pastor of a number of other congregations, is at times I get to walk with people who are going through troubles and difficulties. And there was one lady who I think had more was more profound than me when she was talking about the troubles and difficulties she'd faced throughout her life. As she shared with me her life story, 
it sounded like there was one trouble after another with a little bit of goodness, but, a, but there was always some troubles and difficulties in her life. And many of them not caused necessarily by what she had done, but by others who were part of her life. And she could have very easily deserted God, but she made this statement to me. She said, during these troubles, I wasn't looking so much for God to take me out of them, even though I wished that, because I realised if God took me away from all these troubles and difficulties, he would meant cutting me off from some family members and some people who I also cared about deeply. But she did say this, that throughout her life, the comfort came knowing that God is with her, that God is with her spiritually, but also with her physically. And I looked at her and I said, what do you mean? She said, well, I had my church community. I've got my church community who constantly cares for me, looks after me, and helps me through these difficulties of life. And so can I encourage you to, to be a person who, if you're going through difficulties, if all going through troubles, is to, to rely on your church community, to rely on other Christians for prayer, for care, for help, for a listening ear. They may not fix your problem, but they'll be there with you. And that's a sign that God is with you. But also, can I also encourage you to have your ears and your eyes and your hearts open to being there for people who are going through troubles and difficulties. Not to fix the problem so much for them, but to be with them, to help them and to guide them as God guides you. You see, when life is not right, God's life can come through others. God's life, love, sorry, when life is not right, God's love can come through others, and it does come through others. It comes through people who may contact us, who may pray for us or be with us, who may give us a gift, who may say encouraging words. 1 John chapter 4, verse 12 reminds us of this. It says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. And I encourage you to think about that in your own life, that you have been loved deeply by God. And the most significant way you have been loved is through the actions of Jesus, who has said to you, I'm going to go to the cross for you, I'm going to die on the cross for you, I'm going to rise for you, so you can have the gift of eternal life, a life where there's no more suffering, no more pain, no more death, a gift where God gives that to you, not because you deserve it, but because simply you're loved. And if you can use that basis of love for how you relate to others, how you love others, it's a good approach to life. You see, when life is not right for others, the love you show them is a way God is at work through you to them. And likewise, when you are not going through when you are going through difficulties, the love you receive from others, don't you see them as Aunt Mary showing you love or Uncle Peter showing you love or Pastor X showing you love? See that as God, God bringing love into your life through those people. And so I encourage you to think about two things this week. When have you received care and love from other people? 
Think about those times when people have cared and loved for you. It may have been a major thing or it may have been something small. Remember, this is one way God cares for you. Through the lives of other people. And particularly through the lives of his church. And then think about this. How might you show God's love and care to others? How might you help others who may be in need? And it may not be in a small way or it may be significant. Maybe you've heard about somebody. Maybe you've heard about somebody's friend or family member has passed away. And a simple message of encouragement or a simple message I'm praying for you could be a way of just sharing a bit of God's love with them. You see, the love and care we show can be like a seed of God's love in people's lives. God can use it to bless others richly. And it can have quite a significant impact on people, even though it's quite small. Quite a number of years ago, I heard about a story of a, a young man who was a Christian. And he shared the story of how he became a Christian. And what had happened was his family were in a fairly destitute situation, fairly broken, dysfunctional family, with little furniture and little food. And the local church had gave them a table and some chairs and a hamper that had enough food for a couple of weeks. They didn't know much about the Christian church, but these people just brought it around and cared for them and helped and gave it to them. And he said they were somewhat gentle as well. It wasn't like a bureaucracy was with them, saying, this is, why do you deserve this? It was just this care that was shown. And that was a seed that got him thinking. Maybe there's something worthwhile about God and the church. In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 23, we hear, God will also send rain for the seed you sow in the ground, and the food that comes from the land will be rich and plentiful. You may have already experienced this, that at some time in your life, you have done something small and has had a significant impact on someone you find out years later. You may not. The reality for what we do is not based on what, how big it achieves, but on that love that has been shared with God, by God, through us. And so one of the ways we can do this is through the gifts of grace. The Australian Lutheran World Service's gifts of grace. Australian Lutheran World Service is an opportunity for us to see God's love grow in the lives of people in need, particularly people who find themselves in countries and situations where they don't have much support and resources. The Australian Lutheran World Service gives the grace. It's not just a, a fundraising exercise, but it is an opportunity for all of us to be involved in God's work overseas, even in a small way. And I want to share two stories of how being involved in Gifts of Grace can actually have an impact, impact on people through your small contribution. The first one is from Anita, a story from Anita Wemagengi by OU. She makes porridge for people in her village. She makes porridge particularly for young children under 23 months of old. And families, mums and comes and grabs this porridge because the only other food that's available is fairly harsh food for a young child to digest. 
She cooks the porridge and she distributes them to young people generously, to, to their families. And it's given them enough nourishment. Young mothers who are breastfeeding also come and give this porridge because it gives them the nourishment, the vitamins and the proteins that are going to help their children grow. Now all the porridge, the basic food requirements are provided through Australian Lutheran World Service Gifts of Grace. And we have an opportunity, if we wish, to be involved with this. We can buy some of this food. And in the Gifts of Grace this year, it's called Food First, for $6 we can help feed young families in these villages. Another is Annie F. Guy Koo. Annie F. Guy Koo has received from Australian Lutheran World Service a fishing kit a fishing kit that allows him to go out fishing to provide food for his family and also to catch more fish that he can sell so he gets some money to get other resources for his family. But this is this fishing kit has had a significant impact on Anyeza. Anyeza says not only does he buy food for his family, not only does he buy, get the money to buy other things for his family, but because he's been blessed freely through Australian Lutheran World Service, he also looks at other ways how to bless others, to share the love that he has received with others. And we can help support people like Annie Uther with a fishing kit for $19 through the gifts of grace. That's a gift we could buy. There's quite a number of other gifts in the gifts of grace. And so I'd encourage you to think about being involved. And don't just see it as a, a quick way to buy to give some money, but see it as a way of you sharing God's love. Now, by using the Gifts of Grace catalogue, we can be involved in sharing God's love in quite a number of ways. I'd encourage you to take a catalogue home today. I'd encourage you to read through that catalogue, and there's 24 gifts ranging from $5 through to $5,200. I'm not expecting many people to buy the $5,200, but there's 10 gifts under $10 and that you could buy to help people in need. They could buy, there's one gift there's a banana plant as well, just to help provide people grow bananas for their community. And then you can order that either online or by post. And what will happen when you buy a gift of grace is that you are contributing that money to the lives of those people in need and they get that gift. But not only that, you'll get a card that you can either put on your Christmas tree or you can bring to our Christmas tree here or or you can also send that to the person. Some people actually buy these gifts for people they don't know what to buy for. People who've got everything. And so the other aspect is this, and you can bring a card to decorate the tree, as I said. And so can I encourage you to see how we can be sharing God's love with people in need. Blessing them, not just with material things, but it could turn out like Ananithia, who receives this gift of the fishing kit, who then, because he appreciates it and sees it so much, looks at other ways to share that fishing, share that love, and help others with resources so that they too know some of this love that we have shared with him. So I want to end with this. As people, who have been loved by God, loved by God, by Jesus, who died on the cross because we needed it, not because we deserved it. 
let us live a life of loving others as Jesus loved us. Not because people deserve it, not because we like them necessarily, but because they need it. Because they need it. As 1 John chapter 4, verse 16 says, And so we now and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the wonderful gift of life you have given us. We thank you for the love you have for each of us and each person here. And we pray for your Holy Spirit to be with us and to help us to know your love greatly. But also help us in life to see people who need your love and help us to share that with them through words and actions, for reminding them of the love you have for them so that we connect them with your love. And Lord, we pray, pray a blessing on all those people who are needing help through Australian Lutheran World Service. May they receive the love that they need through your church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.